Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. to speak during the intro live <laughs> we have a special guest today i have to cut it out anyways don't even start with me i can't hear myself at all well i can hear you why is it being an asshole now she got new headphones so it's an issue you're an issue but we are making out on our microphone again because we have a special guest her name is tall emily hey tall emily is a tarot goddess she has her own tarot business you want to talk about it yeah, I can talk about it. So I do tarot readings. I sometimes have pick a cards on YouTube when I'm feeling consistent. Um, sometimes I'll also put those on uh, TikTok and I need to use that more. But then I also do private tarot coaching. I have a program where I combine tarot and money. And I run that a couple times a year. Um, but my main thing is my tarot readings and spiritual guidance through those. Also, hi, everyone. It's Em and Liv, and we're your meta sidekicks. Because Em forgot. She's bad at intros. Well, you were busy uh, finagling with your uh, headphones, so. And also dreaming of eating McDonald's. I'm fucking starving. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm really excited, <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> Excellent. I normally do the outros and Liv does the intros, but she was distracted. Is it raining outside? You're raining outside. That's where I'm at right now. I'm sorry. I can't stop. I need food and coffee. Yeah, when she gets sassy, you can tell because she always does the, I know you are, but what am I? Comebacks. I turn into a giant four-year-old that just has tantrums. It doesn't have any good jokes. It is just, I know you are, but what am I? Don't ever say I don't have good jokes. Oh, no, you have good jokes, but not when you're hungry. <laughs> That's true. That is true. So tall, Emma's here, and uh, yes. she's great. She gave me a reading today, blew my mind, told me that I need to stop being a little bitch, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It was an awesome time, and we're going to talk about it. She wants taco. me to talk. <laughs> taco about it. Taco. But I don't know what we're talking about. What We did the reading. We did a reading on our YouTube channel, too. So there's two videos that you guys can watch, one on our Metapsychics channel and one on Tall M's channel. What is it called? Just Emily Garrett. Boom. Yep. Emily Garrett. You heard it here first. Yep. Blow up her channel, <laughs> please. All 198 of you that listen to our podcast. <laughs> that have downloaded the podcast. There's probably not that many people. <laughs> are we able to look on our podcast thing to see who the people are, like where they are in the world? I would assume so. Oh, God. I'm so excited. That's a lot of power. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's a little scary. I'm excited. I'm going to call every single one of you out, except for you, Dad. I know you're listening, <laughs> but you're going to be listening to this a year from now because you were listening to our Zodiac <laughs> podcast when I came home from work the other day eating Cheetos, and that one we did, it was like our second podcast. <laughs> so let's first talk about the our video that we did where we did Psychic Medium Against Tarot Readings. So Tall Emily 
She read herself with her tarot cards, and then Liv came in and essentially read her her family, like the people that have passed on, to kind of get the same information. And the results were interesting. She, uh, it was a slow start, but eventually, we got someone that wanted to talk about the things that were happening in the cards. Also, I made her talk about her spirit guides' uh, thoughts on the cards as well. Oh wait, yeah, I get nervous, so it was it was real slow to begin. But was I actually close to your cards? We didn't even talk about that. Oh yeah, we didn't. It was pretty close. You kind of t- started talking about it, but it it was like a lack of clarity. Was what the cards said. The lack of clarity is preventing her business from growing, and is kind of blocking yeah. her in many different ways. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, because then your spirit guides came in and they were real sassy. Because you're like, well, what am I supposed to do? What is this <laughs> yeah. lack of clarity? And it's like right. it's because you were looking, but with your eyes closed, <laughs> but everything is in front of you. Yeah, yeah. that's where we got it. <laughs> Yeah, her one spirit guide is real sassy. He's like, excuse me, sir and madam, I am very smart. Here's my castle full of knowledge. And also, stop looking for things with your eyes closed. (laughs) So, do you want to kind of go into uh, your similarities between your reading and the reading you got from Liv? Yeah, I can definitely go into it. So, my reading started off talking about (laughs) lack of clarity, which obviously tracks, and this, like, need to take more action that I wasn't doing and, like, holding on too tightly, like, worried about things not working out or a lot of, like, lack-based mentality, worrying about money, and, um, yeah, just things being, like, pretty murky and stuff which then my spirit guides honestly they were kind of vague with that clarity I thought in the beginning so that totally tracked it's a very spirit guide way of saying things they never answer an actual just straightforward things ever they give you guidance so that you can solve the problem yourself because it's more rewarding yeah I don't want guidance I want you to tell me what to do and I know that's not how it works but (laughs) you won't learn anything it won't be fulfilling to you if they tell you yeah, but you know what? Sometimes having it handed to you is really nice because <laughs> then you're like, oh, the answers at the end of the book. Now I know what to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like that's tarot, but also because you, it's an interpretation. You uh, can also interpret it as something else. Yeah, <laughs> you can always go a bunch of ways with it. Which uh, actually happened during my reading. So she gave me a reading on her channel. Where I have been, essentially from the start of our channel, I have been getting this decision that I'm going to have to make. And the decision, I just like could not figure out what it was about. Because at first I thought it was the decision to start this business with Liv. But I'm thinking it's more like relationship based. And I'm just not seeing it because I don't want to see it. So every time I read cards for myself, I think that they're telling me about my business, but in actuality, they're telling me other things. So in that reading, Tall Emily was telling me the same thing, but relating to something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got a little deeper into the truth of that. So yeah, so it's super Great interesting. And she talks about tarot cards like they have personalities, and I think it's really interesting. So do you want to explain, like, your cards and how uh, the energy flows through them and how they work energy-wise for you? 
Yeah, the three decks you have. Yeah, so my first deck that I got, it's very like medieval looking, um, but it can be very confusing or it can be very um, spiritual and very deep. So sometimes that deck can be like real confusing or sometimes it's just like really intense. And then I have my Mystic Mondays, which I use all the time. That one's super sassy. It's like my personality in a deck and sometimes it's just calling you out and uh sometimes not what you want to hear and that's the feminine deck right yeah it's very feminine and then my more masculine deck is uh synesthesia tarot and um that one has this like really strong energy with it but really good like it feels really good to use that one sometimes it doesn't make sense but for the most part um it really digs into the truth so yeah, those are the personalities of my decks, and then... And then do you use them for certain things? Yeah, like, at times, yeah. So sometimes, like, the first one, this real spiritual one, I won't use that for anything unless it's, like, about spiritual concepts, powers, yourself. Is that what was guiding you to pick a certain deck, or something else was telling you? Mm, I get, like, a pull from the deck in my body, and um, just, like, the sense to pick it up, like, this kind of, like, I need to, to hold it, and it pulls me in. I feel like you are very, I've been asking you questions about your gifts, and mm-hmm. I feel like you are very empathetic, which is, like, clairsentient type things. Mm-hmm. You feel things. So, when she was reading Live, she was feeling the energy within Live. Mm-hmm. So that is like a physical feeling that you have within your body yeah. where I'm clairaudience, so I get it in my ears. Yeah, I have um, clairvoyance, so I'll see pictures sometimes. Clairsentience, that's been the one that's been predominant my whole life. Of yeah, like, that's your strongest Yeah, form. feeling the energies. I can feel them. I can feel the energy of a room, people, things, all kinds of stuff. Um, I'll have a little bit of clear audience. Like I was channeling some words and stuff. I think there's one more, but I can't remember the name of it. Well, what, what do you, what happens for you? I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, how does information come in for you? It. I don't know. I, I really feel it like with the energy and sometimes mm, I'll hear clear it. Claircognizance. Yeah, claircognizance. Clear thought. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I get claircognizance and clear audience. Yes. Liv gets all of them because she's a psychic medium. Hey. <laughs> oh, so you have taste and smell too. I get taste and smell more so with animals than I do people. Okay. Uh, like we went to Janelle's house. You know who Janelle is? Yeah, and her dog was like. I really like the way that your shoes smell. And she was giving me the exact smells <laughs> of what they should be based on where we were the last like two days. <laughs> oh my God. It was That's pretty cool. funny. And then what else have I gotten for smells? Uh, yesterday I was talking to a cat and her owner wanted to know if they the cat didn't like an incense that they were burning. Mm. And you would think that I would get a smell for that. Mm-hmm. But actually the cat showed me the word dragon. Interesting. <laughs> and it was dragon incense. Oh. So. Oh, that's cool. I don't know. They, it's yeah. wild the way that they give me weird things that I know or that have happened to me. Because I bought dragon incense once in my mm. entire life. And they were at Walmart. And I remember reading the package and it said dragon incense. And uh, that's what the cat showed me <laughs> was going to Walmart looking at dragon incense. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. But again, I don't think that's necessarily the cat. It's just like my psychicness. Mm. And from wherever I get my information, 
that uses my ability of past, present, and future and things that have happened to me to mm-hmm. communicate information. Yeah. But it cool. makes sense. Well, it's awesome just meeting you though, too, because you have clear sentience and it's yes. great because you you do, you talk to your decks like yeah. they are people. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you sat down to give me my reading and I love getting readings from other people and it's great <laughs> to be here. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this deck and the deck that you were talking about where it's all about abilities and like understanding things. I was like, yeah. you need to do this one first because it's going to show you the whole perspective of what you're dealing with with mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And then the other ones are the ones that are going to help answer certain questions about what that deck showed you. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, this, this prick is crazy. She has so much energy. And I was trying to like tone it down a little bit for you too. <laughs> I could feel all of it. Yeah. <laughs> all the energy. And then it was moving into my arms, which was really cool. But yeah, when it was like stuck in a ball in my chest, I was like, oh my God, I feel like I need to go run around. Every day. <laughs> It's great. So you're definitely uh, sensitive, intuitive, psychic. Will you explain yeah. what you get when she reads cards? Like how it, what it appears? Okay. So the last time we did anything, it was with um, Julie. So Julie does OM and OM is a Celtic divination tool. She does ruin casting. So she has these cute little acorns that have OM language or ruins. They're like hieroglyphs inscribed on the acorns and acorns are excited or uh, acorns are important to the celtic the trees are important in the celtic what is it religion pagan oh pagan religion yeah so she does casting and julie and i have been friends for a while but i don't i haven't gotten to talk to her for a while because she lives in new jersey so my energy isn't necessarily focused on her or around her but when she started doing the readings she has like this huge mass of people behind her that are somehow like clouded in a bit of like a gray mist. And I think that's her own inhibition towards them, even though I feel like she listens to the information from these people behind her or these people help her. So I think it's interesting that when Tall M is doing readings, she has like a air of energy around her that is not only her own metaphysical and spiritual energy, but also the spiritual and metaphysical energy around the people that she's reading. And it kind of mixes with her own. And that's how she gets information. So it's not necessarily like people like Julie, but energy in it's of itself when tall M is reading. And then last night we did a TikTok live with small M who is, who is me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, It's the first time I've kind of focused on it, and we were tag team reading almost, where she would pull cards. Or well, it hasn't started happening. Like it just started happening like last week. Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. obviously you wouldn't have seen it because you haven't seen me in time. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, but it's almost like her information was coming in waves behind her, also in the same energy format as Tall M. So not spirits telling her things or sharing information, but energy in and of itself, which I assume would be a one hundred percent psychic thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I get um it's like I get information in waves exactly the way that Liv says. But it's like I'll be looking at something and I'm like, I don't understand, I don't understand, and then all of a sudden something clicks, but it's like not something that I was thinking about, if that makes sense, which is why it's like disembodied, like out of body experience type deal. You're a lizard, Harry. <laughs> You're a lizard, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> what else are we talking about? We were talking about how the cards speak too. Yeah. 
I guess. What are you saying? I don't know. We were talking about <laughs> how the cards speak, and then you were like, oh, the cards speak, but now we have to talk about how the people you guys read, how you guys get information, and oh. that's just my third perception of it, I guess. I got you. I was talking about uh, how you use different decks for different things. Mm. Yeah. So which deck do you, like, I think you've already explained this, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, Cal- not Celtic medieval deck knight sword armor one is the one that gives you like the general layout and then the other two answer questions mm-hmm. but they both have different vibes one of them has like a very feminine high strung energy mm-hmm. and then the other one has more of a mellow grounding male presence to it which I like because it's funny it is that one can be funny it can be very comical I don't know what else to say <clears throat> what else about my reading was parallel to you guys or to yours, because I wasn't um, in the room. They pulled tarot cards while I sat out on uh, Tall M's sweet terrace and, like, <laughs> bebopped in the sunshine for 20 minutes or something. <laughs> while she was alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, What else came up? You didn't get any spirit stuff, just Mm-mm. past, present, future, yeah. present things. Yeah. Just kind of, like, um, I don't know. I guess it was stuff I already knew, but... And then you asked me, and your spirit guides told you the same things they told you in your yeah. car. They're like, we're just going to have this human say it instead of your car. Right. It was basically, like, repeated. Well, that was what uh, the name of the game was. You were going to tell yeah. tell her what the cards say. And the spirit guides basically told you, you know. Yeah. But obviously they aren't going to give you the answer. Because right, because <laughs> they're spirit no guides. <laughs> but it's interesting because a relative came in. I think he was a relative who was saying that instead of doing this thing that you're doing now, which is your business, you should have a stable income, like a full-time gig somewhere else, like in corporate. And your spirit guides were saying, um, don't do that because you're going to hate it and you're <laughs> probably going to quit again. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that was funny. Tall M's grandpa came in and we were talking with him. He was really cool. He likes to make banana bread for all of you banana bread lovers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, then he came in and she asked like, Basically, is he okay? What does he think of me? And obviously, he's proud of you and loves you. And he's excited that you're doing tarot. Mm -hmm. But he's like, honestly, I think you need to have, like, more stability in your life. And she's like, that's exactly what he thought, like, everyone in my family would think, too. (laughs) Um, But then her spirit guides came and were like, nah, brah. You need to just do your own thing. And uh, if you do get a job, they showed me, like, her by the summertime. Like, it would be easy for you to find a job. But Mm -hmm. by summertime or the end of, like, august october you'd be walking through the parking lot like done (laughs) bye (laughs) yeah which is basically how i quit the first time so uh yeah we're not doing that again (laughs) (laughs) her spirit guides are pretty cool she has one main dude as far as i know you've never like gotten pinpoint information on them but they're definitely there the uh first one is male he's older she has three spirit guides, one male who kind of runs the show, a more quiet female who's also as equally intelligent and studious. And then kind of the way I described him was like the page because we were doing tarot cards and that's something relatable. Yeah. And he's kind of like learning from the other spirit guides on how to like be a guide kind of. And this is the first time I've had all spirit guides be people too, like mm. human spirit people. Interesting. Um, and they, I believe they're from like medieval times, which would make sense because that's when tarot kind of was around and you're, you do cards, not a woman. Didn't you say right. they weren't medieval? They're just in a medieval 
yeah. era. Yes, they did. Because <laughs> the one was like, we're not medieval. <laughs> yes, but it's interesting because they are like in a library setting, but in a castle. And <laughs> the, the main spirit guide has like little tiny circle glasses, which would be like when glasses were invented and what they would look like, like spectacles almost. Um, and he gives Tall M language. So when she was shouting things out or when she gets specific words or phrases, that's from her spirit guide telling her to tell her client in a reading certain things that will resonate with them. And you hear it, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear it. Like there was one part of the reading that was did not make the camera that um, my guide was very loud <laughs> calling everybody out. So how does it come through? It's through your voice or is it someone else's voice? It's... I guess it's kind of similar to my voice in my head, Um, but sometimes it'll have like a a slightly different tone or just kind of like, like humanless. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Sometimes it's just words that I see. So it's words you're not thinking of in the moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I try to clear my mind when I pull cards. So that way I'm not biased at all. Right. I had another question, but I don't know what it is. (laughs) That's Okay. The female spirit guide's really cool. She helps you with colors because I feel like sometimes you see colors mm-hmm. and we talked about that. Yeah. And then the page. What do, what do the colors mean to you? Yeah. So my one deck, synesthesia, that means that I associate numbers and letters with colors. So all of the like different words can have different colors and different things like that and like energy can have different colors like I can't see auras but I can kind of like feel that and the colors kind of like trigger you can see auras no I can't see auras no. I wish I, I think could. you can I wish I, I could. think you think you can't and that's and I, why you can't see them <laughs> probably it's probably some limiting belief <laughs> it's okay auras are subjective too we did that's how well, we got big on tiktok general is yeah mm. Uh, yeah. We did the TikTok aura filter or like reality ripple is what it's oh, called. Yeah. And everyone's like, it's just on a loop. It's just on They're a loop. They're still saying that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's we, not on a loop. <laughs> we have like hundreds of comments saying it's on a loop. It's on a loop. It's on a loop. And I'm like, why do you feel the need to tell us? There's so many people that have already told us. That. <laughs> yeah. Whether it's true or not, we do assume and know that it is a filter. But oh also yeah. auras always change. And people are like. <laughs> And then the other people in the comments that aren't necessarily negative, but they're positive about it. They're like, well, wait, what, are, what do the colors mean? Well, yeah, but there's one that we got today where the guy was like, even if it's on a loop, the fact that she could do that in that order, like, on, I don't know, just like out of the blue. Oh, is somebody crazy. backed me up because I told you what yeah, colors no. they should be because they're what like, to feel. we think <laughs> the spirit, like spirit was manipulating that so that it would fit. Oh, I'm so glad that they're like having conversations about it. (laughs) That's awesome. And I think it's crazy because that's what I think happened. Because she literally just, we just did it literally in 10 minutes. Because we're like, we need to go to work. And she's like, okay, you're feeling this now. Because she was looking at me and not at the (laughs) screen. And it happened on the screen. Yeah, I couldn't be in the same plane like screen existence as M because again we were in her kitchen on her phone. And it's the first time we used (laughs) the reality thing. But again, I was also telling you like what 
I perceive the colors are. So like anxiety for me is orange and pink for me is love and protection. So when I said, you know, if you let your anxiety take over, it should be orange. And it was. And then I said, now feel love. And you you struggled with it because it's hard to change your energy frequencies that quickly. And you did a really good job and it did turn to pink. So, <laughs> I mean, whatever, whether spirit was manipulating it, the filter actually works, the filter doesn't work. It's just the fact that uh, some people are like, well, what are the aura colors mean? I'm not going to give you a definitive answer of what the aura colors mean because I think it's subjective and not everybody we sees and perceives color in the same way. So whatever you want it to mean, my dude. Yep. We bicker about color a lot. On All the time. <laughs> I see colors that aren't on the human spectrum for letters and numbers too. What do you mean? Seven doesn't look like a normal color. What is a normal color? Like I'm going to literally force you to describe a color to I'm, me. I'm going to do my best, but <laughs> it, like it shifts. Some of I them move. I would say seven is green. It's but can it also be like blue or brown? You mean like pH? <laughs> to me, it's black. As a seven, isn't seven a neutral pH? Yes. Yeah, it and is. That's green. Technically, it's green, but in You're my welcome. brain, my brain says it's black but it kind of looks like um like a crow you know how it changes into blue and green iridescent mm. underneath seven does that but it ripples interesting Weird. yeah why seven i don't know okay eight doesn't look like a normal color either it's what color is three three is green i think it's red interesting synesthesia <laughs> 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 it's wild I don't think of numbers as colors, so there's that. (laughs) (laughs) I saw something on TikTok, and it was about, uh, like, what the signs are for colors, and I resonated with all of the colors that this girl thought the colors for the zodiac signs were, too, except for Virgo. She thought Virgo was blue, but I think Virgo can be purple or green, but I also think Pisces should be blue or green, too, so green always kind of, like, filters into things. Mm -hmm. You think green is, like, money energy? Um, I think green isn't, I think what people say green is, is money energy. But for me, I think green can be, um, I don't know. I see green in, in Bradley a lot. And I think it's more like internal turmoil associated with material things that should be Mm. things that aren't material. So people say, oh, green is mother earth and green is the environment. But also I think it's the conflict between having things that are not necessarily materialistic versus natural. And it's that conflict between materialistic or natural that people have issues with. And then they also say, oh, it's envy. And I'm like, I think envy is also just confusion too. Yeah. It deals with material objects. Mm -hmm. It's envy. (laughs) Ah, so that, that would be my dissertation on the color green. (laughs) So what about the last spirit guide, the page guide? He's the one that's learning from the other guides and he's kind of been commissioned to help you too because you both are learning. Yeah. So I said that the main spirit guide does language. The woman helps with colors and the page helps you learn. So I asked, you know, have you been trying to learn new ways or techniques or just expand, you know, the understanding that you have of tarot and what you're doing now? And you said, oh, yeah, of course which most business mm-hmm. people and educated people would do. Yeah, so it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, but they kind of have commissioned him to learn with you because it not only teaches him, but it helps teach you because it's easier to learn things with someone else in a passive manner or just someone mm-hmm. that is like supporting you to learn things mm-hmm. than anything else because yeah. he's supporting you because he also has to learn himself. Right. So... Yeah. The way I paralleled it was I told you I did a reading for a girl and she asked me to talk to her spirit guides. 
And she had like a whole little like menagerie of like four or five guys that help her. And she was in school for higher education. And she said, oh, I think my spirit guides, you know, give me the information when I'm on my test, not necessarily that I do it. And I was like, "Mm, I don't think so. (laughs) And I understand why you're perceiving that that way. What your spirit guides are actually doing is when you are studying for an exam, you are teaching them. And what is the best way to learn by teaching others? So spiritually, you're teaching them and it was, it's uh, showing up in your actual everyday life. So it's the same thing. Yeah. Same, same, but different. I say mm-hmm. that all the time because I think it's hilarious. But you're also uh, telling her that if she reads a specific book, I feel like that falls in between the page and the main spirit guide because the main spirit guide deals with language and mm-hmm. the page spirit guide deals with learning things. So I think they'll work together. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's interesting because the main male spirit guide is the one that's in charge of the page. So it would make sense that they're cross-referencing or cross-communicating with you um, with books. And it wasn't even a specific book. I think that if you read books, Mm. like how M's uh, one female spirit guide likes to connect the dots of like certain ideas, you'll be reading a book and it doesn't matter what it is, but all of a sudden you'll know or see a certain um, word that is outlined differently to you. And that Mm. is them communicating. And if you put those words together, it'll probably make a thought. Mm. That's what I mean. Okay. So give it a try. All right. Yeah, because my spirit guide, I have one that does physical things, and then I have the other one that, like Liv says, does the list-making thing. So my main spirit guide does the physical thing, so he'll bring stuff up, and because he brings it up, I think about it, and then the other spirit guide processes it. And she does it. It's kind of like I have a folder of memories. So I know what's in the folder, but I don't see the memories, hear the memories. I just know that they're there. She'll bring that folder up and be like, this, whatever you're thinking about, goes with these memories. So I feel like that's something that might happen for you. Yeah. I'm curious to try it out. I went through a phase that I read a bunch of books in 2019, and then I read a few last year, and then I was just like, "Mm, I need a break. I used to read lots of books as a child to deal with trauma. So let's go into how tarot works for the people that may not know. So obviously we have cards. You want to go into like specifics of like meanings or I don't know how tarot works in general. Yeah. So tarot is a divination tool, which basically means that it's a tool to connect with divine energy. But I also see it as a way to connect with yourself or like your higher self, um, because a lot of times tarot will come up with answers that you already know. And that's why it always resonates so well is because like, you know, the answers deep down, you either just don't have the words for them or they're not totally completed or you just kind of have these feelings and you don't know what direction they're going in. And so the cards help kind of channel that into more clear messages not always sometimes it's still vague but um for the most part it helps you to like get more clarity around basically what you already know so essentially how the cards work or how Liv explains it to me is you place your energy within the cards and the cards will read your energy so if you're reading it for someone else you're essentially pinpointing that energy and pushing it into the cards and it's not um when she says that too it's not a uh, what is it active force it's more of like a passive energy um 
you don't necessarily I mean you, you kind of do have to you have to think about like what your question is but it's not like you have to try super super hard or think that you can't do it unless you're entirely closed off then the energy is going to be messed up and your reading's not going to be good but that's just for like skeptics maybe but yeah so when you shuffle the cards you're actually putting your energy into the cards and I think you mostly do where they fall out, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it when they fall out because I second guess if I pick them off the top. So I like it when they um, fall out because I know that they're really trying to come out. And sometimes I can feel like different cards that want to come out in the deck, but it's a little vague to me of which card it is exactly. Like I can pinpoint that it's in the middle, but what exactly in the middle? Yeah, live actually goes through the deck and picks out cards she likes and puts them in the right orientation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 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 So then how do you get the meanings from your tarot? So all the cards have different meanings, and I'm not going to go through all 78 of them upright and <laughs> reversed. It's a lot. Well, like, um, how do you do it, like, through spreads and, like, meanings of cards and things like that? Yeah, so sometimes I'll use, like, a more organized spread that has – a different question or a different intent with each Sorry. card. What is a spread? <laughs> so, uh, cream cheese. <laughs> a spread of cream cheese, please. <laughs> a spread of cream cheese. Um, spreads can be um, either more loose, like I usually pull them where I just have cards just kind of coming out, um, or they can be more organized where each card has a specific meaning or direction that it's talking about. Um, and that can help you answer questions like one one big one is called the celtic cross spread and that helps with life purpose and direction um but then you can do other ones that are like just three cards with past present future um different cards to go with the moon signs and i have a bunch of other spreads that i use with my oracle decks but for the most part i just kind of pull whatever amount of cards want to come out so how do you do it when you pull a whole bunch of cards out because I was, I was watching her, and she just pulls, like, massive amounts of cards out. Like, <laughs> yeah. half the deck, she'll just have splayed out in front of her, and she reads it like she's reading another language. Well, has that <laughs> happened before? Because when she was reading me, her the first deck that was explaining all of my treacherous issues and self-turmoil <laughs> was literally giving her clumps of, like, six or eight cards. Does that happen all the time? Yeah, sometimes it does. Sometimes my decks will be quiet. Sometimes I'll get one, but I usually get more than what I ask for. <laughs> um, so it can be a lot of cards. And sometimes I'll get the sense or feeling or, like, telling that it's wrong, that they just kind of flipped over accidentally in my hands or fell out accidentally. Um, but for the most part, like, whatever falls out or flips over is what wants to come out um so that's really interesting and then sometimes too like the deck will get really quiet and then I know that it's done talking yeah so how do you read all of those cards that come out (laughs) yeah so I try to go with like the the first one like one at a time and I just kind of look at the energies and I have a really good understanding of the cards so that helps have that base but then what do you mean by energies um so they all have like their own kind of vibe and this goes into my clear sentience where I can just feel it like I see the card and I can feel something from it and sometimes it'll feel differently for other people because I'm reading their energy um so I'm like channeling their energy into my body and then it comes up with different stuff with each of the cards um and I just like channel and kind of open up that energy to to tell me whatever messages it wants wild 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so Em wants to try and do another reading. And I, we've just done so many readings today that I'm like, well, what are we going to do a reading on? Do you want to do a reading on my past life and see if she has anything to say? Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, I feel like you're saying that because she wants to know. Oh, she I think so, to too. Him. She's just such a nice, happy person. If I could be like her and she's like, oh, <laughs> you were. <laughs> uh, just to, like, see, you know, who she is, what she did, um, and then maybe why she's here. So it's just like a three-card pull. Okay. So what does the first card mean that you pulled from the other deck that she didn't want to use anymore? <laughs> so the first card that came out is the Knave of Wands, which is also the page. And that card talks about learning and learning a lot of spiritual stuff and um, is also like a very free-spirited, creative, um, happy energy, one that's just like um, kind of dancing in a field and, <laughs> and just having a good time. Um and in this card, in this deck, it's this really medieval-looking girl with this unicorn that has wings to it. So it's a Pegasus unicorn. Um, and she just looks to me like very psychic, um, which typically is the Page of Cups. But this one is just really giving me like this um, grounded but um, very intelligent kind of energy um and then moving on to the next deck we have um i gotta look at these a little bit there's a lot take your time <laughs> i'm out of space <laughs> with how does that first cart relate to you oh for sure if i'm gonna have a past life she's gonna have to be a flower child like me and oh, for sure. i would 100 <laughs> percent rather be dancing in a field of flowers talking to trees than being an actual human <laughs> yeah but we also struggle with the idea of being grounded and having actual responsibilities and doing things <laughs> and when this woman presents to me she presents to me a very like maternal type of figure um like in her mid 40s early 50s probably like 42 to 47 um so not necessarily old so i think it's interesting that she's showing big m tall m a uh, more <laughs> free-spirited side of her because that's not really what she usually shows me as much but she is excited that we're pulling cards and she can't just like shuffle the deck and get it out well i feel like she can't show you her free-spirited because you need to kick an ass constantly <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i feel like she's definitely like free-spirited she's very excited i can feel this so the rest of these cards about her personality. So we start off with the four of wands. Um, the witch talks about a stable home and um, like a stable home within, but it's reversed. Um, so I can see that there is some sort of um, rockiness with feeling like, at home with yourself, um, or, like, herself, like, she was a little bit, like, trying to find herself for a while, and didn't really feel safe being herself, um, and that definitely contributed to her not having a lot of money. She definitely was, like, out in the field, um, hugging trees, and, like, this very free-spirited person, but didn't make a lot of money from that, and so that there was, like, some tension around, um the material world with that looks like there was like a something shifted in her life though with the wheel of fortune and that the future shifted 
it shifted to it, for her to see a new perspective and really heal old pain. She was pretty fiery. Like there's a lot of fire in these cards, and but she didn't like to rush. Like she's very strong and not someone that wanted to just rush through life. Like she was very methodical and she liked to to shift. She liked to make changes and um, do different things and heal people's emotions she was very smart very intelligent had a lot of clarity like she had a lot of answers for things and really knew how smart she was and how much potential she had Um, very very bright spirit very powerful but I'm not sure how effective it was for her like there's some nod to like she had all of this but it, it didn't always work out the way she hoped it would Oh, I can feel myself getting tired. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> like really drained all of a sudden. Yeah, some like disappointment. I feel like some bad things happened because um, you're showing like her childhood here that there was issues and she didn't really quite fit in, and uh, something happened. I don't. I feel like some some community issue happened, and that spurred her to try to help people because she saw the destruction that was happening within the community possibly but I'm not entirely sure yeah I think it was definitely something like a painful experience like it hurt her heart um whatever shifted and happened but I think she figured out how to heal from it and how to help other people heal from it and like really understand emotions better and understand people but I think it it took a a bit of a toll on her um energetically to really like channel all of that even though she was very strong I feel pain over my left shoulder. Does that make sense to you? I'm not getting that. No? I am get. I I mean, my ear is bothering me, so that's why I know she's here, but not necessarily the information she can give, which is why I wanted to do tarot reading. Yeah, gotcha. Because I can't read myself. But they, she did talk to you. Oh, yeah. She definitely was like, let's read my tarot cards, because you were asking about what, you know, what we should do for the podcast. So she was like, read me. Um. Can we try using your other pretty deck, the high-frequency one, to answer, like, why is she here or what she wants? Yeah, we can do that next. So a whole bunch of cards just came out. So what are these for? Like, what is – is this about her? Or is this about why she's here, that type of thing? Yeah, I wanted to ask why she's here and why she's hanging around. Right. Like, what is she supposed to do for me or whatever? So we got a lot of cards in reverse. <laughs> Of course, so there she's showing some blockages to things, um, but there's also some positives, um, even with the blockages. So there's, um, like, I'm really seeing. Uh, <laughs> we have the lovers reverse, and that's what we're laughing about, um, and that's like a an need for independence and like finding yourself. There's it can also talk about. I'm lacking in self-care and that you really need to focus on yourself and like do a lot of stuff for yourself um, and be more independent, be more selfish and um, stop like putting all of your energy into people around you, especially relationships with other people and um, like get back into alignment with yourself for yourself um and then we also have a blockage to new beginnings um and also this kind of almost naive energy towards 
life of not seeing the truth or the full picture. There's something that's like blockages to what's going on and blockages to starting new things um, due to fear. But what's really interesting is then we have this um, worry about being pulled in the wrong direction and at the same time this freedom and teaching how to be free of fear and be free of past things that have held you back. This like very independent type energy to stand up for yourself and stand strong and um so many words just came through your your powers your beliefs which makes sense because then we have um the magician card underneath that one which was the devil reversed um and the magician is very much about um empowerment it's a really powerful card it's really cool it's my favorite and it's this a uh, very grounded but powerful feminine energy that um, believes in herself. Um, but what's interesting is the strength card is reversed next to it. So there's these insecurities and this disbelief and strength. Um, and so this past life is really showing her own strength and trying to help you find yours because she was so strong from her challenging life of helping you to break free of old fears and and see things more clearly um, and really believe in yourself Um, also to develop more of your powers and really step into your power as well but not in a manipulative way but in a way that's like standing up for yourself and what you can do and um, being really assertive like taking your power back over people and circumstances that felt like they took been taken away from you Owning it. Yeah. She literally, when you were halfway through this and you got to the strength and the magician, she like put her hand on my shoulder and she's like, we're going to get through this together. (laughs) So that's kind of cute because she doesn't, I mean, she doesn't, she hasn't talked to me this much before besides the first time I met her. So it's, I think that's obviously her saying like, I'm here to stay at least for right now. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh, what we got for her. And back of the deck, it's death. So some sort of transformation that she's sparking in you. Wild. So do you want to talk about how she came in? I just got a ringing in my ears. Okay. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Yeah, she has a lot of energy, and yeah. she's changing her energy. It went from happy to, like, say it over again. She she has a lot of energy. She went from, like, happy, like, I'm excited to do the reading. This is super cool. Almost, like, childlike happiness yeah. to 
not necessarily like glum or gloomy, but just like this is what happened, like a very like down to earth reality almost type check when yeah. we were talking about her. I felt like intense sorrow, but intense love at the same time. Yeah, it was very somber. Like she mm, yeah. she settled a little bit, which helped me get a little more clear messages. But yeah, I think she was very much full of love and still is in the spirit world, but definitely did not have an easy life, especially in the beginning. Yes, and then um, the last part of the reading about how she's supposed to help me she kind of turned into like that more motherly thing that I know of like energy wise. Yeah. Like guidance type mm-hmm. thing. Very much on, on guidance of things. I think that she learned that she's helping you to learn now. Mm-hmm. And when I say guidance, it's not like her leading me. It's almost as if we're stepping off together. Mm-hmm. It's like the supportive energy. Yes. It's so cute. It's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so how did I meet her? Em and I started our business, obviously, you all know. And I was driving in the car one day, just kind of like thanking spirit and my spirit guides for being helpful in the readings that I had been getting and being able to help others and listen to them and their spirits and souls that have passed. And all of a sudden, I was thinking about how Em likes to say shit my medium friend says because there's some things that we talk about now that we have a metaphysical channel that I've just kind of always done. And she's like, that's not normal. Like, nobody knows this. Yeah, like, she assumes that people, like, things, weird metaphysical things happen to everyone, but that doesn't happen to everyone. And it's just been, like, a normal thing for her. So I do the same. (laughs) I think everybody else has deja vu when they dream the future. (laughs) It's because you have your (laughs) great-great-grandmother. Yeah. (laughs) During our reading, there was a woman that came in for Tall M, and she has a great-great-grandmother that she's associated with that, um, well, that associates with her in the spiritual things that she's doing, her tarot and her divination. And she has a lot of feminine um, power and divine energy within her family and the other women associated with her family to the point that one of the relatives that she had, a great-grandfather came in and was like, I'm so proud of my girls. (laughs) And he was like very... um, respectfully saying how much he adores you guys and how powerful he thinks you guys truly are. And it was cute because he was so nice about it. Um, What was I talking about? Oh, my guide. Yeah. How your past life came in. Yeah. So I was thinking about how I'm always says, Oh, well, normal people don't know this. And I think, well, maybe it comes from like a past life. And she's also said that spirit guides can be past lives. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. It's yeah. bull crap. Get out of here. It's don't like, talk to it's me. It's like your higher self. I don't know that it's necessarily your guide. It's more like you. But there's like little pieces of you everywhere because you're a complex being. Some avatar shit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And I was like, cartoons don't make sense. It's a cartoon. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, this woman came in. And if you don't know, I am extremely white. And extremely not anything cool. She's a daywalker ginger. <laughs> if that's offensive to I'm sorry, but that's what she is. And banned <laughs> my freshman year, there was another ginger that played trumpet, and he would literally call me Gingervitis. You're welcome. 
She doesn't have a soul because she is a ginger, so. <laughs> so I talk to souls instead. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. It's to fill her empty shell of a ginger. She sees dead people. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm driving in my car thinking about all these things, and then this woman pops in, and she has, um, like, brown skin and brown hair, and it's long and it's straight, and she's wearing kind of like a, um, I'm trying to, like, calico. I think calico is a type of fabric that was used in the old days. I know that sounds really weird, but I'm quite sure it's calico. Anyways, uh, if I'm wrong, whatever. Look it up. Look it up while I'm rambling. Okay. No. Is calico a fabric? Because it's like a tan material that was very popular before the invention of industrial textile. Anyways, I'm not going to go on to one of my ADHD rants. So this woman said It is. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so she's wearing like a calico dress and it has like three, four sleeves, whatever. And I'm thinking about how I know these things. And she goes, oh, well, you know these things because you did this before. And, and when she like, says she knows these things, she means her spiritual gifts. Yeah. All of my metaphysical intuition thingies and stuff like that. And she's like, well, you've done this before. That's why you know it. And I was like, well, I've always felt like I've done this before. But, you know, how do you know? Like, what are you doing? And she's like, because in the time frame that you were born before, it wasn't as easily... Um, believable for a woman to do the things that you did and it was harder for women to do the things that you did so it was harder in general for life but the reason you know these things is because you've studied them before it was a part of your life you were a healer you were like a doula you um, helped people and you may have done psychic things as well but I think it was more like healing is how I feel like herbs and medicine and stuff like that and I said well how do you know like who are you and she goes well I am you I was like, get out of here. So it's I like, ignored was right. <laughs> God dang it, M. <laughs> so she's popped up in a reading probably two or three weeks after that happened with my OM reading. You guys can watch that on YouTube. And I think we talked about it on the podcast as well with Julie and her Celtic divination tools. But now we're talking about tarot with tall M and MM. Uh, is I'm small M. Small M. <laughs> small M's like, we have to do another tarot reading, which we all, all we did was tarot readings in both the YouTube videos that we did for um, t- uh, Tall M's channel and our channel. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm getting tired of doing tarot readings. Everybody so got tired. a tarot reading. Everybody. Yep. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden, my spirit guide kind of stepped forward and she's like, I don't want to talk. I want to have a spirit reading. And I was like, this is weird. Let's just go for it. And <laughs> that's, I guess, what she had to say. And she's all excited about it. Now she's excited again. She's really good at changing her energy. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's really cool. I also think it's really cool that you just write a fucking past life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think that's cool? Uh, duh. Um, one time somebody was like, where should I move next? And somehow I got it to make sense and figured it out. I have no idea how I did that. But you said you, you've, you've read a past life before. Yeah, I tried to read my own. Ah, did something come through? A little, a little bit. A um, little bit. But I don't really remember it. I should have written it down. I do too many readings on myself to keep track sometimes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you just did someone else's past life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she's really excited about it. She says thanks. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, I want to know what her name is. You're good with words. You hear things. I know, and she gave me a name before, and it didn't make any sense, and now I'm getting, like, a J well, name. Well, she, th- she hears things. I know, that's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. I'm not at the point where I can hear things. <laughs> Besides ringing. Wee, wee, wee. 
Yeah, I literally, yeah. I literally think when you were when I was reading those tarts for you and I told you to read them for me, I think they put a ringing in my ear because they were like, you don't need to hear what she has to say. <laughs> it's not important. You can do this. <laughs> Celine, maybe? I don't Celine, know. Celine, the moon goddess? <laughs> no, it's with a C. Got you. Interesting. Why know. do you say that? That was the only thing that came up in my head. I, I could feel Jay, it could be like her last name or a nickname or something. I don't know why I felt it in the back of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Do you get anything else for her? I'm sorry, I'm going to push you. <laughs> Always pushing. <laughs> <laughs> because I think it's interesting that you're getting information from her, but you're not a medium. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I know, she's got a lot of energy. She does have a lot of energy. She's like, I'm happy, and then I'm sad, and then I'm your friend, and then I'm happy again. God. <laughs> You're going to be really tired after yeah, today. Yeah, I'm going to be so tired. It's okay. I don't I don't know. I think her last name's in a different language, so I don't really understand. I think it's with a J. It's like J-O something, but I don't know the rest because I don't really understand what she's telling me. Yeah, when she gave me a name, I honestly don't remember what it was, but it definitely was not English. So it makes sense that you're like, I don't know either because it's a different language. Yeah, I think she spoke a different language, so I'm really having a hard time understanding. Mm -hmm. And it's not French, and that was the only language I know. (laughs) And she kind of thinks it's funny because, um, like, trying to explain a different language to somebody, she just is, like, very jovial. She is. (laughs) Yeah. Gosh. Okay, what else are we going to talk about? I'm so tired. I need to sleep. All I do is talk about sleeping in our podcast now. (laughs) I'm tired. Because you go sleep. to sleep at 11 and you wake up at 4. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you need a house. Gotta make money. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> so uh, now that we've talked to my past life, we're going to try. I'm really excited because uh- <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> Always. We also talked to Tall M's two past lives. So yes. One was real swanky. <laughs> oh my but God. <laughs> when she started talking about them, M, Tall M. Me. Liv started getting things, like, talking to them. So I'm like, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I think M was a medieval boy. Let's see what the cards have to say. But let me tell you what I think is happening. Okay. So we, Liv and I keep thinking about doing, like, past life regression type, type things because uh, I well, feel I like my life. Too. Yeah. I feel like my life has been affected by it, mm-hmm. which, of course, it has. But I feel like... I am in a very privileged or I am in a perceived privileged place in my life. So other people see me as very wealthy and very, I don't know, privileged in the sense that I shouldn't have depression and I shouldn't have anxiety or trauma or any of that. So it kind of invalidates me and thinks I don't understand why I should have trauma because my life is supposed to be so easy. So I'm thinking that my past life was the exact opposite of that. I'm thinking that... I was oppressed by someone in the position that I'm in now. So I was oppressed by someone who was privileged. And I needed to come into this life so that I can see that those people who oppressed me also have a similar storyline. And I also feel like there might be some, like, male trauma because I have intense anxiety around men, and I don't know where it comes from. I haven't had any, like, crazy... Oh, masculine traumas in this life. But I feel like that comes from somewhere else. 
You know, what's really interesting how you're saying that, like, you were oppressed by people of influence or wealth or power in the past, and that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was <laughs> such a dick in well, my past lives. That's kind of where I'm at now, but it's not like, I don't think I'm oppressing other people. No. I think I'm too oppressed now to do that. <laughs> you're still working through your own shit. Yeah, my childhood is just a big gray cloud. I don't know what happened during then. Your medieval boy doesn't want to tell me a lot. Yeah, because he's really quiet. He's very quiet. He has a very passive energy. It's kind of feminine. Mm-hmm. And uh, he he doesn't like to speak. And when he speaks, he puts his head down and doesn't like to make eye contact. I think he worked for some sort of like um, affluent family. And somebody within the family, like one of the parents' children, got him in trouble. Mm. And it really followed him around for a long time. I think um, there was a mean girl in the in the household that got him into trouble. Oh, for sure. Probably. Some sort of, fa- like the family that he worked for, one of their children got him in trouble. Yeah, because she's giving me malicious vibes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he really thought that he was doing something good. And it wasn't. It really blew up for him. Yeah, something was really imbalanced. He gave a lot more than he received. What is the thing that happened? I don't know. You don't know? We'll see what comes through. Will you switch decks? Yeah. I don't think that's the deck. I can't tell you which deck, but that's not it. <laughs> he wanted to have fun, though. He wanted to be around people and have fun. He's really awkward. He's so <laughs> awkward. He I mean, it's hello, my name's Emily. Have you guys met me? <laughs> He's just not super chatty. He likes you, though. Because I'm that. Yeah. <laughs> Like you can I talk s- into my chest so no one can hear me, and I mumble so that no one can hear my thoughts. Yeah, he's <laughs> super feminine. He has very Peter Pan vibes. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about yourself, sir. What do I need to know from his past can life? Can you hold the deck out um, and fan it? Just don't pick cards out. I need you to split it in half, though, because it's a lot. He's like... He's like, can you do it for me? Oh, that's so cute. I need to use. You want to sit where I'm at? <laughs> Is it making sense? I don't know what any of the tarot cards mean. Kind of. A little. <laughs> He's just so timid. Uh-huh. Sorry. I know you need to be over here. <laughs> you want me to hold them out for you? So they're closer. Um, he might have a couple more, but he said start with those. Okay. All right. <laughs> he's, he's, like, just, really quiet. He's so quiet. Just give her the deck and pull them out of here. Oh, he's really cute. He seems really sweet. He's very smart. He has a lot of answers. He just doesn't want to share them. <laughs> yeah, when I was in uh, preschool, uh, basically when I went to kindergarten, I needed to, like, tell if I was, like, ready to be in kindergarten and I just refused to talk to the people that were testing me so they thought I was dumb I feel like people tried to push him push him in what way Mm. towards things he didn't want to do because he's not fiery he's a very purple energy calm and there's this fire that like he's so resistant to the the pushing like they wanted him to be really pushy and very masculine and he's very feminine he's very very feminine energy very leaned back and just wants to like relax yeah something also was unstable similar to lives i feel like he had problems with his mother 
His mother wanted him to be, to be different. Yeah, more masculine. And there was two ways he could go and, and be what people wanted him to be, but he was like, that's not what I want to be, though. Like, that doesn't feel right. He was, he was just, like, so soft. Um, maybe a, a little naive at times. Didn't really know if what the people pushing him to do was actually the right thing. Like, he was kind of conflicted over that. But I think he found, he figured it out. He found happiness. Something, he got something working together. Like, things calmed down and there was some new start. Maybe even a new relationship that came into his life in some way or form. that brought a lot of happiness. It wasn't easy in the beginning, but I think... As it went, he figured it out. He figured out what made him happy. Yeah, it was doing things differently, not doing what people said to do, not being traditional. He was not very traditional in what he did. Kind of like forged his own path. How does he affect this <laughs> life? I just asked him if he got a wife because I thought he was like uh, showing me that he had a love interest yeah. or like a woman that really helped ground him mm-hmm. and tell him everything was okay. Mm-hmm. I just pulled the lover's card. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. That's the ace of cups that came in. She was a really bright spark in his life. And it was like this helped him relax. And like she helped him be who he was supposed to be. She was just like his sunshine. Yeah. That's cute. Ah, because you pulled the, the, the sun, sun card. <laughs> <laughs> so that's relating to her. Yeah. <laughs> but he did settle down. He might have had a few kids too. But that's he always good. presents to me as like a child. And then now he's like 21. But now he's showing me like in his 20s, like when he met his wife, he's showing me at it. He's standing next to me in his 20s, which is he usually shows me himself as like a child, like mm-hmm. preteen, like 13, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. Now he's like 23, but he's showing me behind himself like how he grew older with this woman. That's mm. so cute. Aww, he sounds so cute. I think it was just a little rough in the beginning. Like as a child, he was very misunderstood. I think there were a lot of mean women around him. Yeah, his mom's not nice. Mm-mm. I feel like that's how my childhood is now. Like I have a disdain for women because I feel like they're going to use like my vulnerability against me. Mm. Yeah, like, they're going to take from you. Yeah, I have a weird thing with women, but I also have a weird thing with men. (laughs) That might be a different past life. It is. (laughs) Why do you say that? (laughs) Um, I feel like you were a woman, and it might be a past life that was after this man's past life. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking... It was, like, one of your most previous. That's why I came back as a man. (laughs) And that's why I was a feminine man. Oh, no, I think the one with the men issues came after. after. Oh, after him. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit triggering because I feel like with this more feminine man that you were, like other men were kind of bothered by it. You know, it was like well, in, a, yeah. in a time it was like you're not supposed to be in touch you with your emotions. You have to be emotions. a certain way. Yeah, you got to be this big, tough man. And he's like, I'm not going to be this big, tough man. But it was very, it was very quiet. He was just like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like his mom. He was creative too. Yeah. Like you. That's where you get your art. Yeah, he mm-hmm. sounds one hundred percent like me. Yeah. Quiet, creative, and uh I don't know, like androgynous, but not Yeah. And needing somebody to like um uh, add more light into your life. 
Yeah. So how does his life affect mine? <laughs> He's telling me that it doesn't. It's the time frame in which you were born that affects your life, not uh, him. That I'm born or that he was born? That you were born. He doesn't necessarily affect your life. The time frame in which you were born is affecting your life. So like the way the time frame in which he was born affected his life. Mm-hmm. So I have a similar personality, but I'm going through a different timeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's showing me that when he was older, he kind of looked like the guy from Pinocchio, like the toy maker. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I don't know why he's showing me Pinocchio and the guy, but maybe that's what he looked like when he was older. That's cute. I'm going to use the closing words. All right, everybody. (laughs) That means M has to do an outro. Uh. (laughs) You're processing past lives. Yay. It's so much fun. Ugh, your past lives were fun. Mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were crazy. Whatever past life literally sauntered up to me and blew in my face. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) And a British man with chains (laughs) who liked to party. Are you just, like, now able to do past life stuff? Because that's weird. What, me? Yeah. I think she needs me to, like, trigger it. Uh. Yeah, I need people okay. to be open to it. Again, the misconception of mediums or psychic mediums is that we just know everything all of a sudden out of nowhere and you don't have to say anything. No, it's 100% a conversation because I've I was... never seen you read a past life before. I've never done a past life before. It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it literally blows my mind. Um... So it, it, when you do, when you get a reading, you need to participate in the reading. Otherwise, it's not going to work. And sometimes I have spirits that don't like to participate in the reading either, or they had a religious affiliation when they were alive that they don't. don't yeah, they don't believe in them. Even though I'm literally standing right there, and I'm like, I can see you, and they're like, I can see you too, but I don't care. <laughs> you break my religious rules, so I'm not gonna say shit. <laughs> yeah what lives saying when you go to like a psychic or a medium reading they're gonna give you information that's like validating and you need to participate in the sense of asking questions or leading the reading because for me at least my gifts work like dominoes yeah. i gotta push one of the dominoes down and that's like the beginning of the conversation and energy flows off from there as each domino falls with the more that we share and uh like Tall M was talking about like past trauma and how she's a Scorpio and doesn't want people to read her tarot cards. She's like, you don't get to know anything about me. I don't want you knowing. Yeah. So I was like sitting there bebopping like around her with my little mental mediumness. (laughs) I was like, what can I find out about this? And fucking nothing (laughs) except for a past about like a past um, boyfriend. But that's something that you're more open to sharing. So that's something that I was able to see, but Mm -hmm. not the things that you don't want me to see. So (laughs) if you aren't participating in the reading, it's not going to go very well. It's going to be really hard for me. So (laughs) if you don't allow me to get the information, then it doesn't work. But you were allowing of your past lives to step forward and manipulate the cards that you were doing. Mm -hmm. So I was like, do you want to talk to me? And they're like, yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i see it as the cards are the participation so it's kind of that feedback for Liv. so it helps her uh i don't know pinpoint or talk to that kind of energy i mean ultimately it doesn't help me it just helps you (laughs) (laughs) well yeah but i still i I don't know i still don't see how you're getting past life all of a sudden i don't know and i it's interesting because the past like what we did tiktok lives yesterday and now we're doing this today and I've been seeing people more, so. Mm. I mean, it's still in my mind's eye, but Mm -hmm. 
I think it's because you're less scared of it. Yeah. Of seeing people? Oh, for sure. Because before it scared you. You were like, oh my God, there's someone standing over there. (laughs) It doesn't have a face. (laughs) Yeah, it's terrifying. That's fine. As long as you don't tell me how you died. Spirits that are around. I think you're more okay with it. And that's why all of your gifts are changing because you're doing it so often. So now it's like, oh, well, this is okay. And this is okay. And this is going to be the easiest way for you to get information. So that's why it's changing. But now it's confusing because it's um more. It's it's um like invalidating, not invalidating, but like cross firing essentially. Like yeah. your side thing. That's changing. So you're like, I'm not sure which is which now because everything is different. Oh yeah, because I usually am able to differentiate what type of information I'm getting depending on what side of my body it comes in. So like right side is spirits and spirit guides, left side is present and psychic abilities and now it's all just messed up but now you have so much energy and they aren't choosing sides <laughs> <laughs> that's what i told you in the reading <laughs> that i have so much energy and they're not choosing sides yeah and you gotta open up to all of it so that way it's not so like all over the place yeah i just need to not go crazy though yeah i need to have i need to establish polite boundaries with spirit mm-hmm. so that it doesn't consume my life yeah i just heard take baths cleanse the energies off of you. Mm. I love water. I think for me, water is very spiritual mm-hmm. in general. I'm very yeah. drawn to water. It is spiritual. It is. <laughs> well, some people are like, oh, I love fire. And I'm like, that's literally why Christians fucking cleanse their babies in that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. I thought that was oil. No, it's water. Holy water. Mm. Water is cleansing. It's like literally why we take baths on it right <laughs> and you can like put love and intentions into the water you drink too mm. can do that with everything like yeah. food yeah because i love food <laughs> as tall M finally found out today i got real cranky when i was hungry i was like i can't do anything i don't want to uh, know you are but what am i <laughs> i got real pouty real stompy <laughs> thanks mcdonald's okay we need an outro. I need to go to sleep. <laughs> this is the longest outro I've ever heard. <laughs> Anyways, if you guys are interested in a reading, uh, make sure to go to metapsychics.com to go to our service page and pull a psychic medium reading with Liv. But if you guys want a tarot reading, we will have a link in the description to go to Tall Emily or Emily Garrett Coaching. You're going to go to Actually, her link. It's Bijou Signature. Oh, no, yeah. BG Signature. Bijou, but okay. Bijou. <laughs> Bijou <It's> French. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll have her information if you guys want a tarot reading done by Emily. But um, while you guys wait, check out our YouTube videos. We have a video that we did on our channel and a video that we did on Emily's channel, which I think is just Emily Garrett. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so that's what she's going to be. We'll have her in uh, the description as well. And I just need to say again that she's blown my mind and probably I you've definitely given me the best reading I've ever had in my entire oh my life. Gosh, and awesome. I've had a couple other readings by psychic mediums yeah. that have been doing this their entire life. Oh and my God. you're a quarter of their age. <laughs> and you blew my fucking mind. So please yeah. go get a reading, a tarot reading from Emily. And then come get a reading from me and we can build on it. Like yeah. friends. Like I've said, I've watched a lot of tarot readings and you do them very differently. Because you read a lot of cards and you literally read them like it's a different language, like it's a book, like yeah. it's just written down. Yeah. So sometimes yeah. I just have information. Sometimes I just have information. <laughs> I just know it. I just know. 
Yeah, I feel like you're very connected to spirit where yeah. a lot of tarot readers are just reading the cards. Yeah, they just memorize what the cards mean and just pull them. That's why I feel disconnected from a lot of tarot readers too. Yeah. And I've said in every episode before this that you don't have to be a psychic or an intuitive to read tarot cards because your energy manipulates the cards mm-hmm. or the person that you're reading's energy manipulates the cards and you just have to at least have some basic understanding of the cards. Yeah. But you don't just read the cards. Mm-mm. You, like, don't even really look at the cards. No. <laughs> you look through the cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, again, you're definitely changing my perspective of how people can use tarot cards 100%. Yeah. So thanks for giving me a bit of a spiritual spanking. Because you're <laughs> unlike other people, you really are gifted. Thank 100%, you. At Thank least you that so I've much. seen. <laughs> yeah. So in our next podcast, we don't know what we're doing in our next podcast, right? I don't know how to end this. <laughs> are we supposed to talk to trees no we're talking to trees before this one we are talking to trees before god why did we do that one yet <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me what to do so yeah if you guys are interested in a reading make sure to go into the link in the description below check out our readings check out our other social media we're on youtube and we're on social media like uh tiktok instagram all of those things and we'll see you guys in the next one we are your meta thought kicks oh wow Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money.